yes, you are King of Kings. Yes, you are the Lord of Lords. There is no God like you. We are gathered here because of you. You are gathered here because of you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for bringing us safely as a family. Thank you for bringing us safely into your house one more time. To be blessed, to be nourished, oh Lord, and to be refreshed by your word. To be healed and to be strengthened by your word. This morning, as your word comes forth, touch every heart. Remove every blindness. Penetrate into every heart, Lord. Increase faith. Heal those who are sick. As your word comes forth, Lord, call for the brokenhearted. As your word comes forth, oh God, give us hope. As your word comes forth, oh God, strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus. As your word comes forth, release miracles. Release expectations in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to us a word in season and let us live refreshed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory to God. I just love the theme for this month. It's a very, very powerful theme. And one thing the Lord said to me was that He reminded me of our theme for the year. Our year of what? Supernatural speed. This is a year that God is going to do amazing things in our lives. And before He does that, He wants us to know who we are first before he manifests himself in our lives. So I believe that from this month, believe God for a breakthrough. Because if he's telling us and causing us to know who we are, then the realization of who we are causes him to perform in our lives. Amen. Amen. I want to begin by reading our anchor scripture for this month. Revelations 1 verse 4 to 6. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the death and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Let's read this verse together. And has made us kings and priests to God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever. So you must understand and I must understand that we are kings. Hallelujah. God has made us kings. A second anchor scripture can also be found in Proverbs 31 verse 1 to 5. This morning I'm teaching on a message entitled, How to Reign as a King. It says the words of King Lemuel, the authorance which his mother taught him. What, my son? What, son of my womb? And what, son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes intoxicating drink. Lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted ones. Hallelujah. All the afflicted. Amen. There is one basic truth that we must not lose sight of. 
And the truth is that you must know who you are in God. Knowledge of who you are in God is your authority as a child of God. Never think of yourself as nobody because in God you are somebody. Your position changed from a nobody to somebody the day you gave your life to God. So don't allow anything to change who you are and what God says that you are. Hallelujah. You are not an ordinary person, but you are an honorable person. See yourself as an honorable. Think of yourself as an honorable. Because you are a royalty. It is God actually who chooses and ordains kings. And he chose you and ordained you a king by redemption. Let's read Ephesians 2 verse 4 to 6. God chose you out of your family, out of your friends. He chose you and ordained you as a king. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we're dead in in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you understand that you sit in a heavenly place in Christ Jesus. You don't sit among commoners. You are a royalty. You are a king. Hallelujah. You don't have to lose sight of who you are in God. No matter what what confronts you in life, don't lose sight of who you are in God. Psalm 18 verse 33. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on high places. God sets you on high places. When we talk about kingship, it's it's all about position. It's all about positioning in life. Bible says that God is the king of kings. He's a king of kings. He's a, he's a God of winners. He's not a God of failures. So when we talk about kingship, we are talking of people of success, people of victory. We are talking about overcomers. Are you getting me? No matter what confronts you in life, you must know who you are in God. Because you are a king. Hallelujah. And your kingship is unto God. Amen. You know, God said that you shall be above and not beneath. So by divine ordination, you always must be above. No matter what you go through, you always must be above and never beneath. So never have the mindset of mediocrity. Amen. You are a king and you must think and behave like a king. Knowledge of your identity in God is your power. And it gives you boldness and confidence to go through life's daily challenges. Knowledge of who you are in God is your power because it gives you boldness and confidence to go through life's daily challenges. When you know who you are and you're going through trying times, you know that it will not be forever. You know that you are more than a conqueror. You know that the greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You know that it is not forever. That I am a winner. I am meant to always win. I am a victor in Christ. I am a king in Christ. I cannot be down. I'm above. That is what God has ordained concerning your life and my life. You must not change the mindset of who you are. Know who you are. Because upon knowing who you are, that is when you encounter the supernatural. 
Hallelujah. One boy I admire so much, one great king I admire so much was David. David was just a shepherd boy, but he had a mindset of kingship. He had a mentality of kingship. And the mentality of kingship was a mentality of positivity. He never thought failure. He thought, he thought success. That is why a shepherd young boy, the youngest among his brethren, can go and stand before Goliath and tell Goliath, I can defeat you. He had a mentality. He knew who he was. He knew who was with him. That is why he could tell Goliath, a man so huge, a giant actually. He could tell him that I will kill you. And he killed him. That is why I said knowledge of who you are is your power. You must not lose sight of who you are. Because if you know who you are, no matter what confronts you, you can overcome it. Hallelujah, somebody. So David defeated um, Goliath because of knowledge of who he was. And knowledge of who he was caused him to also behave well. Knowledge, having a kinship mentality caused him to behave himself well. Let's read First Samuel 18 verse 4, 14. Knowledge of who he was caused him, it affected the way he thought, it affected the way he behaved. He was not a king, but he was behaving like a king. Because he knew who he was. By, by, by his mind, he knew who he was. And David behaved wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. He behaved himself because he knew who he was. It's about time we start behaving ourselves of the knowledge of who we are. Hallelujah. I needed to have this kind of mindset. Your new position demands you to have a kingly mentality and a kingly attitude. Your position in God, your position in Christ Jesus demands you to have a mind or an, an attitude or an attitude of positivity. Always think positive, never think negative. Your position also demands you to always think victory, not defeat. Your position demands you to always think success and not failure. You cannot fail if you think that you are a success. You cannot be a disappointment if you know who you are. Hallelujah. God is working on us. He wants to work on our mind. God needs us to have a mind of victory. He wants to have a mind of victory. You always have to think positive and negative. Amen. Listen. If you have an I can do spirit, if you have the kingly mentality, you will always have an I can do spirit. You know that I, I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I, I will so, you, you know what? Was it Thursday? The Lord gave me a word. I was just there and the word just dropped in my spirit like that. It was early in the morning. No, it was a Wednesday night, I think. Well, I don't know, I really remember, but Wednesday night, late in the night. So you cannot fail in this life. You will not fail in this life. Am I speaking to somebody? So when the Lord said that to me, I was like, woof. You must have a mind of victory. You cannot fail. Not you will not fail. You cannot fail. You cannot fail. You are meant to succeed. 
And if you have the mindset of succeeding, God, it makes God, it makes it easy for God to work with you. Let me have Ecclesiastes 10 verse 7. I'm going to share with you some basic truths or some ways that you can walk like a king and operate like a king in this life. At the end of the day, Ecclesiastes 10 verse 7. I have seen servants on horses while princes walk on the ground like servants. I have seen I have seen servants. I have seen slaves on horses while kings walk on the ground. It's an arrow. It's an arrow. Was it yesterday or so? I was talking to someone. And I was like, anytime the Muslims start the Achiria, the economy becomes standstill. And I was like, why is that when Muslims are fasting, business become, even those who sell food, they reduce their food. Come to my office, it's so quiet. Sometimes people walk in and be like, hey, D. So their fast has to affect the economy. It's an error. That is what this verse is saying. I have seen servants. I have seen slaves on horses and princes walking on the ground. And the reason why it is so is even though we know who we are, we are not walking the word. We are not operating the word. That is why the equation has changed. One thing that is affecting us Christians today is we know the Bible so well. I know who I am. I am more than a conqueror. Greater is he that is in me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We know and we blabble. Do do we work the word? Do we operate the word? Because you don't work the word. That is why servants are ruling the nation. Why should it be that Muslims are the ones who it looks like they have the upper hand on the economy? Financially, they have the upper hand. That is what this verse is happening. It's about time we know who we are and we operate in the kingship authority given to us to dominate the earth. Because God said, I have given you dominion to to, up, to, uh, to, to manage yet. I have given you dominion over everything. The fish on the sea. Everything. I have given you authority. But do you know who you are? Are you operating as a king? Or you are operating as a servant? Because of the mentality of servanthood. We beg. Instead of being a lender. We borrow. Instead of being a lender. Because the first place, the mind is a mind of mediocrity. And if the mind is a mind of mediocrity, how can God operate? How can God operate? How can God operate? God is a king of kings. When he, when he dropped that thing in my mind, I was like, whoa. He said, I'm the king of kings. And if the kings are not thinking and operating like kings, how can he work through us? 
By the time the Lord is done with you, your own family will be shocked. By the time the Lord is done with you, those who despise you will start looking for you. By the time the Lord is done with you, those who have disgraced you, my God, by the time the Lord is done with you, listen, don't lose sight of who you are. It's your power and your authority. It's not just having the word. It's working the word. Operating by the word. Enforcing the word to happen. Because the word is life. Working the word. It's not that you can have, you can have, you can have something. This, this is for me. This is for me and I hold it. But the fact that I hold it does not mean I have everything that is inside the bag. Until I open the bag, I am just blabbing by ownership. Open it, use what is inside. Don't just have the word. Don't just know the word of God. Work the word. Hallelujah. That is how you can encounter the supernatural. That is how you can reign as a king. Glory to God. So instead of when when things are tough and you feel like going to your friend to go and borrow, remind yourself that I am a lender. I am not a borrower. It's, It's an error if I go and borrow a bag. It's not to say that you have to be proud. But you must know who you are. Hallelujah. Don't think defeat. No matter what confronts you in life, don't think defeat. Am I preaching to somebody? Say to yourself, I will do well in this life. I will think like a king. I'll behave like a king. I will live like a king. I will never think failure. But I will always think success. I will no longer think negative. But I will think positive. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. When you are declaring a declaration and confessing into your life, you are quite looking at my face, chewing, chewing up. You are confessing into your life. Your words are spirit in their life. You are telling yourself, I will not think negative again. No matter what confronts me, I will think positive. Glory to God. Now I'm going to show you how to reign like a king. Kingship is all about position of success. Kingship is all about position of success. Listen, you must stand out in your family. Did you hear what I said? Say, I. I must stand out in my family. I must do well. I must succeed in Jesus' name. Glory. Hallelujah. Let's clap for ourselves. You will do well. You will do well. You will stand out. You will stand out in your family. Glory to God. Now let's know what God wants us to know about ourselves. And how to operate in the kinship position. You know that sometimes you can see someone and you just can't talk anyhow to the person because of how the person holds himself. They look at you and they see an honorable. Hmm. They see a royal, somebody who holds up. Oh, ah, you may, you may not come for a royal family, but the way you do your things, 
the way you speak, the way you, the way you do your things. Ah, even your own mother will stop talking to you like anyhow. Your uncle that's not respects you will stop talking to you anyhow. Hallelujah. So kingship is all about position. And this month we are taking back our position in God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And it's a position, it's a position of, we are meant to be above and not beneath. We are meant to rule and reign like kings. In our workplace, in our families, in amongst our friends, we are meant to always be above. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To be able to reign like a king, you must always have a constant connection with your, with your source. Or you must constantly connect to your source. To reign like a king. To reign as a king. You must constantly connect to your source. Bible says that God is the king of kings. Your kingship is through God. Without God, you are not a king. Your kingship is through God. So you always must be in constant connection. You must constantly be connected to the source of your kingship. Without God, you cannot encounter good success in life. Without God, you cannot do well in this life. Hallelujah. First Samuel 2 verse 10. You must always connect to the God who made you a king. You know, sometimes we have these, a uh, handful, you know, these sub-chiefs. I from Ketua, or you call them, uh, I, I know, I know somebody was called uh, uh, something. They have all kinds of titles. Hallelujah. So you have all kinds of kings, but your kingship is connected to the throne. So without the throne, you don't have any kingship. If there's no throne, you don't, you're not a ruler. You cannot be a sub-chief. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read First Samuel 2 verse 10. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will tender against them. The Lord will judge in the the Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to the, his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. The Lord will give strength to his king. Hallelujah. So as a king, you take your strength. I will lift up my eyes to the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the God who made heaven and earth. He will. Sometimes in this life, sometimes in this life, we go through very terrible experiences experiences that makes it difficult for us to even hold on to God's word. Maybe you have not been there before, but sometimes you can go through certain challenges and it's difficult to believe that God will help because you see what you are in. You, 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 you see the reality. Was it last Friday? I was going to a very little challenge I didn't sleep through the night. I was, I cried and wept to my father. I wept. And in the morning when I was going to work, I said, Father, when your children are going through humiliation, when your children are falsely accused, when your children are being, are being frustrated on every side, you are always quiet. And when I prayed that prayer, I felt strength. 
I felt an inner strength that took away the crying, the sorrow in my spirit. Listen, as a king, your strength does not come from man. Your strength comes from the source, the source of your strength. The God that keeps you standing. The God that keeps you as a king. The God that calls you to stand. He said, you are the lifter up of my head. David was going through a period of trying times. And David said, God, should I have that verse that You are the lifter up of my head. You are the one who helps me to keep my head up. You're the one that helps me to keep my head up. Even when I have to bow down my head, you help me. Always connect to your source. For David to successfully reign as a king, he, was, he constantly sought, sought the face of God. Let me have Psalm 42 verse 1. Say, As the deer pants for the rotter brooks, so my soul pants after you. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you. When I'm going to try in times as a king, do you know what you have to do? You go back to your source. There was a time that David's child died. When the child was sick and was about dying, David did not run to anybody. He went to a room, closed the door, and laid down on the floor. He went back to his source. And when he was told that the child had passed on, he was strengthened because he had been with his source. So the Bible says that David got up, he went to wash, put on his nice apparel, and went to eat. It was difficult for the, his people to understand how that your child has passed on and that you are eating. But he had been seeking the face of the living God. So God has strengthened him. Am I preaching to somebody? Glory to God. Daniel 11 verse 32. I want the second part. Daniel 11 verse 32b. Say, they that seek the Lord, they that know the Lord, shall do exploits. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out. Let me have the King James version of this particular verse. But they that know their God shall be be strong and do exploits. Your strength is from God. And through that strength, you are able to do mighty things. When you disconnect from God, you become weak as a Christian. You become weak as, weak as, a, as a king. You become weak as a king. Number two, how to reign as a king. Always respect people at the top. One time I was telling somebody, very close to me, that a chair you don't respect, you can't occupy. If you are somebody who, don't res- who doesn't respect people at-, at the top, you can never ever reign as a king. If you want to reign as a king, respect people in authority. The king who is, on- who is sitting on the seat right now may not be your favorite. May not be your party. But you have to respect the chair that you occupies. You can go on Facebook, social media, insult the king, the president. He's a dwarf. You will never rise to the top. 
You can sit in your house, insult pastors, insult church elders. You will never, ever, and I'm going to prove it to you, you will never, ever rise to the top as a king. It is not all kings who reign. It is not all kings who reign. You can be a king, but you never reign. It will just be a title, but you will never, ever reign. David had the mindset of a king. He was not a king, but because he knew how to respect people at the top, he was God made him to be at the top. Let me have First Samuel 26, 11. When the Lord told me this thing, particular thing some time, some time back, because in the office, there's this thing that goes on at most big places to come. You always talk about your boss or your supervisor and he's incompetent and whatever he or she does, you criticize that person. And the Lord said, stop it. Don't join those who criticize people. David said, the Lord forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord anointed as the Lord's king. But I pray thee that thou that take thou now the spear, that is his, that is his bolster and cruise of water and let us go. God did have gotten to a point where he could, have, he could have easily killed Saul. He said, God forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's king. Sometimes we sit in our homes and we, we judge pastors, condemning people. Sometimes I say, let me tell you something. If you don't know something, keep your mind shut up. Keep it. Keep, keep quiet. Let you keep quiet sometimes. Control yourself. Therefore, I do it to myself. There's not everything you have to say. I remember about some time ago. Let me share this thing with you. I told you before. Daddy was preaching, and oftentimes he used to say it. I'm not shy to say it. And Daddy said that to poo is a blessing. And any time Daddy said, You poo poo. Mm. What's my say? Mm. Mm, how can you say that? Mm, mm. I, I was saying, mm. I didn't say that was in my heart. Mm. And I was first time I did it. Second time I did it. For seven days, ten days, I didn't poo poo. <laughs> 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 I took castor oil. I took mesaba. I, hey, you know me, me, the fruit, the fruit. Eh. Ten days. That was about two, three years ago. Ten days. No poo-poo. That was when I realized that poo-poo is a blessing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me have second Samuel 1 verse 14. I being blessed this morning. Glory to God. Second Samuel 1 verse 14. So David said to him, How was it Said, said to him, how was it you were not afraid to put forth your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Hallelujah. Please, if you want to reign as a king, always respect people at the top. Never talk ill against anybody at the top, anyone above you. If you want to be above, you want to reign, never talk negative about anybody or say anything bad about anybody above you. Because a chair that you don't respect, you will never occupy. Number three, do not be a childish king. Do not be a childish king. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 16 to 17. 
do not be a childish king. If you want to be, you want, you want to reign as a king, you have to let go of every seed of childishness. Childishness is not to say it's not in age, it's about spirituality. He said, Woe to you, O land, when your king is a child and your princes feast in the morning. Woe to you. Blessed are you, O land, when your king is the son of nobles and your princes feast at the proper time for strength and not for drunkenness. Woe to you when your king is a child. Let me tell you something. There's a level of blessing that God will never release upon your life till you let go of childishness. Childishness is not by age. Because sometimes you can see a very old person but behave, the person behaves like a child. The person has a childish mentality. A childish attitude. So childish. So all are some of the ways that children behave. How do children behave? How can we see that these kinds of attitude or these kinds of things are childishness? Number one, children are always told what to do. A child is always told what to do. They never take responsibility. A child will wake up in the morning until tell a child that go and brush your teeth. No, no more. Go and bath. No, no more. He knows what to do, but they will not do it. That's childishness. Hallelujah. Number two, they always have to be guided. You can't, you can't leave a child alone. I was watching somebody, something on a, a video, and somebody left his child to go and cook. By the time he came back, he was in the kitchen cooking. By the time she came back, the, the, the child has poured all the cream in her bedroom, on the bed, and on the chairs, everywhere, her face, every place is margarine and cream. She said, the hope, you can't leave a child alone. Because you leave them alone, they misbehave. Hallelujah. Attitude of children. A child's focus is always on pain and pleasure. Their life is always about pleasure. Tell a child to go and study and they'll frown. Go and pick up a book and go and learn. Because they, they, their focus as a child is always on having fun. Listen, there are some, pay, there are some older people like that. They, they live their life always on fun. They want to have fun. They don't have any focus. It's all about life. It's all about having fun. They don't take anything serious. It's childishness. And you cannot reign as a king if you have this kind of mentality. Oftentimes, children hate discipline or criticisms. They hate discipline. You discipline a child, they will not smile at you. Cane a child, they will not smile at you. Correct a child and they get angry. They hate discipline. So if you are, you are a king and you, you hate correction, you cannot rule as a king. You do wrong and they correct you and you get upset and you call yourself a king. A kingship is just a title. It's just a what? A title. When you do wrong, you should be able to be corrected. And when they correct you, you must accept it in good faith. That is how kings behave. Children are always dependent on others. They always depend on people. They are not, they, they, they lack self-dependency. They can't depend on themselves. They blame others for their inabilities. Because of my mother, I couldn't go to school. Because of my father, I couldn't go to school. Hallelujah. You know, when I was somebody who had a crave of always being in school, I loved education. 
when I was a child. But I was raised by a single mother. And she could do what her strength could take her. Because every time that I have to go to school, she has to sell her clothes. Mother was among the pioneers in Zakhari who brought cloth in those days, in the 70s. She had two cases of cloth. And any time I was going to school, she had to sell her cloth. I watched her, she would wrap her thing and take it down and go and sell it. And then go and buy my things for me for school. She could do, we are, no, uh, we are two. She could do what she could do, but she couldn't take me far. I couldn't go to university. But when I started working, I told myself, I want to go back to school. So I was always educating my, I was always in school. I was always writing this course upon this course and upon this course upon this course. I was not blaming her or blaming my father for being an irresponsible man. Somebody who is, the, who is a child, has a childish mentality, will refuse to upgrade himself. And continue to blame his parents for his inability to get to where he wanted to get to educational wise. But I took myself back to school and paid my school fees all through. Hallelujah. Don't stop blaming others for your inabilities. It's about time you become self-dependent as a king. Children are also, they lack emotional strength. A child always lacks emotional strength. They, 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 they are not strong. They, they can't hide their tears. They are, they, they are not strong. They are always crying. They are always blaming this. This one has done this to me. This one has done this to me. And they are crying. They are always pointing hands. If you are like that and you are always, you are always petty, you are always petty. You are a child. When somebody step on your feet, hey, somebody, hey, you are, we are kola. You are a baby. Kings don't behave like that. Everything you will talk, everything you complain. Somebody has done me this. Somebody has done me that. How can you be go to move forward when you're always complaining and always pointing hands and fingers? It's about time we let go of that mentality of childishness. Hallelujah. Lastly, children also blame others for their failures in life. As I what I just said. So stop blaming people for your inabilities and failures. Amen. If you want to reign as a king, you have to let go of every childish attitude. Number four, desire spiritual maturity as a king. Galatians 4 verse 1 to 2. Desire spiritual maturity as a king. Desire to grow as a king. Grow spiritually as a king. There are so many things we cannot encounter until we desire to grow as king. There's a level of blessings that we cannot enjoy until we grow spiritually as kings. Galatians 4 verse 1 to 2. It says, Now I say that the hair, as long as he's a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he's the master of all. But it's under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. Sometimes the way we, sometimes the, the, the reason why we are, our certain expectations are delaying our lives is because if God should bless you with that particular thing right now, you backslide. We will not see you in church again. Nobody will give his most expensive watch to a child. So that the level of blessing you can't enjoy as a king until you grow out of your childishness. So you, to, to be able to encounter a certain level of blessing in God, you must desire to grow spiritually. Desire spiritual growth. Some of us, the way we are, you, 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 since you gave your life to God, the way your Christian life is, that is how he says, oh, how, are, do you see yourself growing? 
Even your tongues, you see your tongues changing. The limit you can pray is just 10 minutes, 5 minutes, that's all. You can't even pray 30 minutes. You are not growing. Hallelujah. Your level is going to change this month. I said your spiritual level is going to change this month. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, let me talk to you briefly about steps to spiritual growth. I'm going to be very, very snappy because of time. Number one, develop a personal relationship with God. Through your quiet time alone with God. Make time alone for God. To read your Bible. If you are a king and you don't read your Bible, how can you reign as a king? Because you rule by the word. If you don't know the law, how can you rule? If you always have to be told to read your Bible, how many of us have read our Bibles? Read our Bibles on Friday. Can I see by hand? If you read the Bible on Friday, can I see you by hand? I want to count. So I count about six, seven, eight. I count eight, nine, ten. Out of a church of about 150, almost 180. Ten of us. So let's ask ourselves, am I a king? Am I a king or a child? Do I have to tell you to read your Bible? Do you have to be told to read your Bible? Growth comes through knowledge of the word of God. You must desire to grow because you want to encounter the blessings in God. First Peter 2 verse 2. First Peter 2 verse 2. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Your growth is based on the word of God in you. It is your spiritual milk. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you have to read your Bible every day. Number two, you have to walk and operate in the word of God. The word that you read, you must walk it. You must walk it. Operate in the word. Walk the word. Hallelujah. You must also develop a personal fasting and prayer time. When we declare a fast in the church, you not fast. Because you can't let go of food. Develop a personal, your personal, as a church, we are supposed to fast on our day bonds, the day that they were born. If you are Friday born, you have to fast. Friday, fast. If it's half day, fast and pray. There's special significance to that. If you're born on a Monday, Monday, fast and pray for yourself. Hallelujah. I see that grace coming upon us. Amen. Always keep faith if you want to grow. Always keep faith and always be patient with God. These are steps to spiritual growth. These are steps to spiritual growth. Always keep faith. No matter what you go through, don't fret. Don't fret. Keep faith. Even when it's difficult, keep faith. Hold on to God's word. Keep faith. Don't be easily broken down. Don't easily give up because of lack of faith. Hold on by God, God by his word. Keep faith and be patient. When you pray, believe God to answer. And I see every prayer being answered in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Now, how, how to step to spiritual growth? Always walk in holiness if you want to grow spiritually. Walk in holiness. Walk in love if you want to grow. Walk in love. Let go of offenses. People will offend you as a king. People will do things to bruise you, to hurt you as a king. But learn to let go of offenses. Hallelujah. Let go of what? Offenses. Amen. And also 
to be able to grow as a king, always be a giver. Now number five, how to reign as a king. Seek godly wisdom. Seek godly wisdom. Kings reign by wisdom. Proverbs 8 verse 15. Proverbs 8 verse 15. Proverbs 8 15. It is through wisdom that kings reign. He said, by me, kings reign. And rulers decree justice. By me, kings reign. And rulers decree justice. So kings reign by what? The wisdom of God. What is the wisdom of God? The wisdom of God is the spirit from God that enables you to always know what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. The wisdom of God is a spirit from God that enables you to know what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. Sometimes... We find ourselves in situations where we don't know what to do. You need the wisdom of God as a king to always know what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. You can't reign without wisdom. Because there are some kings who are, Bible call, they call them fools. They are fools. They, they, are, they, they reign with foolishness. Hallelujah. And I pray that you'll be a wise king. I said, I pray that you be a wise king in the name of Jesus. Believe God, ask God for wisdom all the time. Believe God for wisdom through his word. Through his word, he should show you what to do at every point in time. Listen, your success in life, in this life, is tacked to the wisdom of God or the wisdom of God in you. Go give an idea that will just prosper your life. One small idea. And sometimes you say, hey, your mind cannot think, come to that because your mind is so small. Hey, but that small idea will be your breakthrough. Hallelujah. Number six, surround yourself with the right people. Always surround yourself with the right people. Amen. Be selective with people you work with. She says, God commands us to love everyone. But it doesn't command us to be friends with everyone. Please. It is not everyone that you must draw close to yourself. Choose people who have the kinship mentality. Who work in kin- with the kinship mentality. Hallelujah. Know those you work with. There are some kind of people that you don't have to work with in this life. Number one. People who lack godly wisdom. Second Chronicles 10 verse 12 to 14. Anybody who doesn't read the history of Bible. Disconnect friendship with the person. You didn't hear me? Because what good advice can a person ever give you? Hallelujah, somebody. Second Chronicles 10 verse 12 to 14. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam on the third day as the king had directed, saying, come back to me the third day. Then the king answered them roughly. The king Rehoboam rejected the advice of the elders. And he spoke to them according to the advice of the young men, saying, My father made you, you made your yoke heavy, but I will add to it. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorches. Who was advising? Foolish friends who lacked godly wisdom. Amen. Please mind the people that you draw close to yourself. Because they have great influence on your life. Amen. Don't work with people who have behavioral problems. People who have attitude problems. Don't work with them. Proverbs 22 verse 11. I'm closing just right here. Because of time. Don't work with people who have behavioral problems. Proverbs 22 verse 11. 
He who loves purity of heart and has grace on his lips, the king will be his friend. Amen. So walk with people who have the right attitude. People who behave themselves well. People whose attitude command respect. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't walk with somebody who is a conflict lover. And lastly, number seven, as I come to a close conclusion, always seek for knowledge. As a king, always seek for what? Always seek for knowledge. Kings are learners. They are always learning. They add to their knowledge. They always want to increase in knowledge. Proverbs 25 verse 1 to 2. And my last scripture, Hosea 4 verse 6, as I come to a close. Always yearn to increase in knowledge. Amen. These also are proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied. Look at that. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. Be a researcher. Develop the habit of reading the Bible. Now it's so easy to understand certain things in the Bible when you go online. Amen. And it's not, when you go online, it's not anybody's, anybody's uh, write-up that you have to read. Because sometimes they are demonic write-ups. Like I always say, people that, that they always, when you go to online, Bishop the post uh, teachers are plenty. It's research. Read more, read more, read more, read more, read more books. Read wide to open, to gain more knowledge. Read the Bible. Read other good books. That will increase your knowledge. And second way that you can increase knowledge through is through your own personal experiences. Your own personal experiences, either good or bad, learn from it. That's how you can also gain what knowledge. Whatever happens to you in this life, listen, sit down and think. Was it last Friday or so? I was asking myself, what can I learn from what has happened? What can I learn from this? And I wrote down things I could learn from. Whatever that happens to you in this life, whether they are good or they are bad. Write something down. What can I learn from this? This bad experience. What can I learn from it? That is how you can add to your knowledge. And through observances, things that happen to other people. You just add to another. Hey, someone, let me tell you something. Don't easily judge. When something happens to somebody, listen. Don't easily judge. Sit down and see what can I also learn from what has happened to, myself, to this person. You will do that, you add your what? Your knowledge. Let's kindly be on our feet. Let me always know that I'm above. I am meant to be above and not beneath. God, give me the grace, Lord, to have a kinship mentality. Let me have a kinship mentality, oh God. Let me know who I am in you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. No matter what I go through in this life. Let me not lose sight of who I am. Let me not lose my identity in you. Let me know who I am Lord. I am a king of you Lord. I am a king made by you oh God. I am a king in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice somebody. Begin to pray Lord. Let me not lose my identity. Let me not lose my identity. Let me not lose my identity. I am meant to be above and not beneath. I cannot be at the bottom. I will be above. Give me the grace of God. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give me the grace 
to always connect to my source of kinship. Let me never disconnect from you in the name of Jesus. Let's up your voice, begin to pray. Let me not disconnect from you. Give me the grace to always stay connected to my source of kinship. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Honor you for your word. Thank you for the blessing this morning. For the entrance of your word, give us light. Understanding to the simple. Give us a good heart to receive this word. And then grace us to put your word into practice. Help us to know we are ordained as kings by redemption. But we need to take responsibility to make it a reality. Whatever we need to do as your people to manifest our kinship and our dominion, let that grace rest upon us. Amen. Give us the discipline to take the responsibility to make it to happen. Amen. Help us to know nothing great happens by chance. But it takes men and women who are ready to make things to happen to see them to happen. Let that grace fall upon us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I decree you will never be a slave. I decree you will never walk on foot. What belongs to you will never go to somebody else. Nobody will ever take your place in this life. You rule as a king. You take dominion as a king. You do well as a king. Nobody can despise you. Because you have taken responsibility. Thank you Heavenly Father. For a good word you have given to us. In Jesus' holy name. Amen.